0: this week we discussed red notice a movie that surprisingly found a way to make the rock traverse a jungle giving us strong flashbacks to jungle cruise and so many other jungle-based movies that star the rock but is it the same quality i'm chad and i'm matt you're listening to the 30th episode of our podcast we used to talk about this at work All right, matt 30 episodes in, we are back uh we have some guests again since you know we didn't have one guest last week we brought two in right over conversation there you go there you go that that's the name of the game at this point 30 episodes in right all right who would have thought
1: 30 episodes in we've been doing this for a while and i just want to thank
0: our 18
1: listeners y'all been holding us down for all this time we appreciate it
0: not just that, we want to thank the three people that listen on YouTube after we got more than three requests to add this content to YouTube. So we want to thank you for that. But also, also, um, last episode, surprise, I released the the full video of the of the uh of the podcast. So that was a thing. Yeah, <laughs> so this week we have two guests, like I said, and first and foremost, we'd like to welcome back La Mitchell from the Suicide Squad episode.
1: Oh, y'all remember LaMitchell.
2: you want applause? Are we doing applause? No. 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 <laughs> you going to add that in? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not now. Damn it! <laughs> I heard applause in my head. Hello, everybody.
0: And also, uh, we alluded to this person in the last episode. This um, individual is the person that worked with Le Mitchell as well. She was in the same position as him. They sat kind of, sort of near each other. um We very much like to extend a warm welcome to Sarah, but not the Sarah from several episodes. This is a different Sarah.
3: Hello, glad to be here, and really glad to be on a podcast with you guys, and specifically La who I haven't got to sit next to in a long time. So it's really because
2: we sat next to each other, Chad. Like right yeah.
3: now. To- I mean, we had someone in the middle between us for a while, and then we moved
2: okay yeah Yeah. there was never anyone between us yeah
3: there was
0: (laughs) oh you know metaphorically you know
3: there was a space there and then I think okay maybe I'm wrong
0: Mm -mm. okay well um while we're on the topic Sarah why don't you tell us about yourself
3: oh shoot about myself okay well we all worked together at one point um I still work in that agency uh And as you, as you said, I worked with Mitchell a few years ago, we, we worked as a team. It was great doing communications things, right. Like supporting the people and telling stories. Uh, So that's sort of like my professional zone and kind of what I do for a living, Uh, still do for a living. I'm a mother. I am a brand new empty nest mother. I'm really young. I'm way too young for this. Let's just make that known for the record. I started really, really early. Uh, but now my kids are grown and flown. Um, one's in law school and one is in undergrad. And so that's a, this is a brand new life for me. That's where my life is currently. Um,
0: how do you feel about being an empty nester?
3: It's an adjustment. I knew it was going to slap me in the face, didn't know how I'd feel exactly. Um, so I'd say September 2021 was a pretty tough month for me got through it though. Um my kids got through it, they're doing their thing. Made it through October. Now we're in November. So I think I'm on a a right track of like getting adjusted to having kids that are grown. So it's a whole new world. there's no parenting book for this, right? So you
0: get that that first sure book. That, I'm pretty sure. Okay, there are, maybe there
3: like. is, right? But there's not like the the usual parent book, the one that you know they give to everybody when you have a baby the first year, right? They don't
0: hand you there's a book when you have there's a no baby.
2: parenting book for the specifics of what she's going through. Thank not you, only that. are there books, there's bo- there's blogs, there's, there's blogs, podcasts, there's, there's all all YouTube of
0: content, there's there's podcasts. no there's
2: no book to her heart.
0: Thank you, Le <laughs> okay, so here's the
3: thing. Here's the thing. I was unaware of all of those resources, and I was not prepared.
0: <laughs> so now
3: I'm really trying to catch up. Um, so that's just my PSA to everybody out there who's a parent and gonna have children that grow up and move on. Prepare yourself, because it is to me the hardest part of being a parent is when So
1: what the- what is the biggest? What is the hardest part? Just them out there in the world, and you don't know what they're doing, or is it like now that you're. People ain't in the house. You're lonely. Like exactly what is the hardest part?
3: The hardest part is knowing this world and knowing they're out in it and hoping that I did what I needed to do as a parent to give them all the tools that they need to be able to handle it and to know that like, I can't protect them from all the shit that's going to come at them in life. Life is tough. And, you know, you you have sort of a, a playbook almost when they're in your house, right? Like you kind of can control some things and, and factors. And once they're out, you can't, and, you know, you got to let go and you got to trust that you did the best you can. You got, you got to hope that, that the world will be, you know, kind to them and that they'll find that kindness. Um, it's scary. It's scary. I have a lot of faith in my kids. I think they're amazing. They're wonderful people um, and they'll triumph and conquer it all. They'll they'll have their struggles, but like you always want to like kiss the boo boo, right? You know when your kid falls down, you want to help them get up, and you can still help them get up in different ways. But a lot of times they got to figure that out by themselves, and that's hard to watch, right? It's hard to mm-hmm. to feel. So that's that's the hardest part. Um, so being lonely, I- yeah, that's hard too. Um, I'm an extrovert. I am used to like being very busy. I'm used to chaos, and now it's very quiet. And okay. so I've got to find some stuff to do.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of what I was going to ask you. So like, is there anything that you're looking forward to now that you don't have those damn kids in the way
3: <laughs> traveling? Yes. I am looking forward to getting on planes. I am looking forward to putting my kayak on the top of my car and driving down to Louisiana and putting it in a lake. I'm looking forward to, and I'm already experienced some of the, the parts of, being to eat, able to eat whatever I want, whenever I want, like buy the food that I want when you know. I mean, like I don't, have to, I don't have to consider anyone else on my day-to-day grind. It's just me. Okay. So that's kind of a perk. Um, I've actually never experienced that in my life until right now.
0: Wow.
3: Okay. First time in my life. So it's an adjustment. Um, and I'm trying to find those silver linings, right? And there's a lot out there. I have a lot of like things I want to try, things I haven't tried because I've been in motherhood mode for my whole life. Um. I say my whole life because I had them young, but like there's a lot of things I want to try. I might be good at something I don't know I'm good at. I might suck at it. I'll give it, I'll give it, I'll give it, I'll give it a try.
2: So I will give you this tip, though, as a person who's just lifelong been on his own. Um, sometimes I do get wrapped up in other people like, you know, you know, you know, there was a point where my nieces and nephews were just like everything to me. And I mean, I still love them all. You know, I actually lost a nephew uh, a couple of months ago, actually, after we did the last uh, episode uh chat um and that was hard but um because i have a friend i have friends too who are actually just like you good they're newly empty nesters don't know what to do and i'm just like listen anything that you ever thought you wanted to do just like do it like i had i when i got this job and i came back here for whatever reason i just felt like this was like a brand new um Uh, Not not even a new chapter, like a new book for me, just a a new life book. And I told myself just without even thinking about it really in my head, I told myself that I was for the rest of the year, I was going to start saying yes more than no, because I'm so bad about saying I want to do stuff. And then I'm like, oh, I won't do it. And I'll just sit in my room and watch TV or play bubble pop on my phone or something. Right. Like that's, that was my, that's really my life. But since (laughs) I've been back here, like I said, I've been out in these streets, metaphorically, Well, and literally, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm out, I'm turning corners, I'm out, you know, all that kind of stuff, but, and it's, and it's easy for me to say, okay, well, I don't really want to do anything, but then I have to tell myself, no, just go out, like, just go do stuff, just travel, like travel, you mentioned that, and you know, that's my thing, like, I love travel, so I couldn't wait for this year, but of course we couldn't, but 2022, So, I mean, I'm ready for 2022 because since I have lived in and visited a great majority of the the US, like I plan to check off the entire United States. So, I'm going to visit all the places in the country that I've never been to. Like, that's my 2022. Are you about to hop in an RV, traverse the country? No, it's just going to be like, you know, a weekend here. I might go to Montana or something. I've never been to Montana. Pick a place in Montana and go for a weekend and check it off. Like I'm just gonna clear out this, you know, the the map, right? Um, and then of course I'm gonna do some more international traveling because that's what I really want to do. But just do, I mean, man, don't talk yourself out of if you have an idea that seems like a wild hair, hair brain idea, right? Like do it anyway. it's exactly. just like you said, come you on make... a podcast, Sarah. Yeah, oh, yeah. do
3: it. Like, Look, like
2: this right here is the beginning of your new life. This it podcast. Is. You are welcome. <laughs>
0: Love it. So Sarah, uh, before we were recording, you were complaining about daylight savings time. What's up?
3: I was man, and I know like I know we're not supposed to complain, right? Because this is a thing that happens every year, but it really it really unpleasant for it because <laughs> I I like to ride my bike every day after work or every day that it's nice enough, right? And the minute that the daylight savings times hit saving daylight saving time it's daylight saving time
2: savings? with no S. Yes, daylight, daylight. I know
3: we write like we should know this. Um, the minute it hits, I just feel this like heavy cloud of dumped weight that like winter is coming and I'm not going to be able to ride my bike because I'm not going to get off work before it's dark. So like, I just know that that's over for a while. And it's kind of just one of those things. I'm like, why do we subscribe to this? So it's on my bucket list. To like change the world by removing daylight saving time. I want it on my on my tombstone.
0: But there's been so many premium memes, Sarah.
3: And they will live in infamy, and then they can die.
0: <laughs> just day daylight, time. <sighs> just not difficult. a fan.
3: Just not a fan. I
0: i mean yeah i fucking hate it too uh yeah. but not everywhere acknowledges daylight savings um so part of um like mountain time they don't really fuck with daylight savings. and some savings. countries
3: like quit
0: <laughs> yeah like japan which is cool for matt i guess but not ideal for our recording
2: so when i lived in arizona that was actually it was actually a really nice break to not have to think about changing the clock um, and I was in Arizona for three years and I'm telling you, man, like, well, four years and it really was like a nice mental break to not have to worry about changing. The, <laughs>
3: the sun's going to go down sooner. We know that in the winter, but like the time bump makes it go down even sooner.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause when they, it's like, they like say, I'm like, I ain't got to worry about that. But like you said, now when I'm darker and all the other stuff, I'm like, so time and everything else like that, yeah, it's the same. I don't. I don't have to change anything.
2: Everything's fine over here. <laughs> Everything's so you're fine. We should all come to Japan. Is what I'm hearing. You should. It's a wonderful place. <laughs> Meanwhile, that's what I would like to do in 2022. So make a space for me because 2025 I got you. for me. 2025 for me. I got you guys. Right now, you got we the got year
0: already mapped
2: out, Sarah. Why?
0: why you know, specifically? My son
3: 2020? wants to go. My son wants to go uh, when he graduates uh, law school. So.
1: Okay. Right now, I got couches available. I'm in the process of figuring out to get a house. So, yeah, I will have space available.
2: And I'm not too good at, for the couch <laughs> at all. Uh,
1: 2025. Sorry, Sarah, you're on your own. I'll be back in the States by then. So you have to figure out your own uh, connect. You need connect
3: for me. <laughs>
0: so, Lamento you mentioned earlier about some travel. And where where have you gone recently, sir?
2: So, recently, I returned back from Cape Town, South Africa, and this was my second time going. I went three years ago. I kept saying four, but apparently, according to Facebook, it was three years ago this month, actually, actually this week. Um, But yeah, so I was there about two or three weeks ago. I went for a wedding. Um, No, it was not. The wedding of anybody who lived there, they actually are American and decided they wanted to have their wedding ceremony in Cape Town, South Africa. And I got an invite and I said, hell yeah, I'm going. And it was great. I love Cape Town because I actually have friends there from my last trip. So I was excited to see them when I got there. Um, And then, of course, I made connections with people, other wedding guests who came you know, who went there also from America. And so it was just a, a party and in, in this really picturesque city, um, in this other country that I absolutely love. I I really want to make it my mission to move there um sooner than later. I would absolutely love to live in Cape Town, South Africa. Um so yeah, it was it was really nice, really pretty. Um the people, the people are One of the biggest things I like about Cape Town so much is honestly, the people are really inviting and warm and give like you just when you're there, they don't mind sharing themselves with you in terms of, you know, what they have and who they are. Like they they just they're really such good people over there. So um, it's a really, you know, kind of calm, cool atmosphere, environment, you know. I was just out there living my life and enjoying myself. Um, came back to the hotel. I actually had cried when I left the hotel. <laughs> because you had to well, come this, back to stinky old America. Well, there's that. But no, no, the staff was just really so nice. Like I was there for almost two weeks and it was just like I was leaving family. Like I was so emotional. I got to leave and they they were, they started laughing at me but they gave me some cookies <laughs> so. <laughs> they give you cookies when you come when you get there so they gave me some cookies when i left <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you told me to remember them i do but i will but no it's it's it was nice um so, so I, yeah i have a question for the group who uh
0: aside from specifically this trip you just went on but for the group has anybody been invited to a destination wedding yes
1: I've, ne- I've never been invited to a wedding before
0: oh that's right yes. so little mitchell's the only one over here with friends that are like you know what fuck the local
2: church we we we, we leaving though we, we, i we mean kind of her. Of her. Right. You know, my best friend got married in barbados and that was fun that was about a few years ago about three years ago um and that was fun we we did it up in barbados and it was fun to share barbados with my friends a whole group of people uh, la show friends got money money That's no, no no
0: no 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 because it's a uh, it, yes they you do because like <laughs> who out here like you know what no. not only are we spending the money to leave the country to go to a wedding but we are asking our friends to do that as well.
2: <laughs> no, but this is uh saving and planning or planning and saving. So when, when, uh, when I was invited to the wedding in South Africa, um, so he told me in, this was literally the day before new year's last year. And um, I just reached out to, you know, we, kept in touch over Facebook and everything. And I just reached out and said, Hey, you know, happy new year coming up. He was like, Oh, Hey, you know, good to talk to you again. It's, um, you know, save the date. Cause if all goes well, I'll be getting married in Cape town, South Africa in October. And I was like, Oh, consider this my RSVP. And so I'm thinking, why is he saying if all goes well, but you know, I'm still, you know, responding, Hey, consider me there. Well, the next day, which was New Year's Eve, I look on Facebook and he had posted pictures that he had proposed. I'm like, oh, that's what he that's meant bold. by all goes with duh.'" Like, <laughs> okay. So, next thing I know, I started screaming, like, I'm going to Cape Town next year. So, oh, wow. So, so he told you where his wedding was going to be
1: before he actually proposed to his, his fiancee. Yes. What kind of, what wow, kind of person? Bold. Right. right. That's bold. I know. That's both. What kind <laughs> that, of person is like.
0: No, yeah, yeah. no, 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 you going into the, <laughs> it's supposed to be a partnership.
1: You're like this. Hey, will you marry me? Says, yes. I'm like, Oh yeah. We're getting married uh, next year at this time.
2: No, but you guys are acting as you're, you're, you're talking as if they may not have had. You don't know if they didn't have what if conversations like, hey, if we ever got married, would you want? Like, I don't know what the com. And quite frankly, I don't <laughs> care what the conversation was because I got a tr- I got to go South Africa. <laughs> so, and apparently, everybody involved in the wedding had a great time. So I don't think anybody really had a problem with it. Look, <laughs> Mitchell, we're
0: just, we're just trying to stir the pot. If this man wants to I come can't. on the podcast and set the record straight and fly us out somewhere, let's go.
2: Okay. okay. well, you know me, I would definitely pass the word. I I mean, (laughs) I mean, I I
0: would hope that he'd listen to this podcast episode.
2: And I will make sure because, you know, I will say, hey, I want you to know that you came up on the podcast. You should probably take a listen to it. That's how I like to, you know, get people pulled in and interest them. I try to tell them, like when I sent Sarah that message, hey, you might want to take a listen because maybe somebody talked about you. I don't know. (laughs) 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 And boom, (laughs) here she. Right. (laughs) But
0: uh, speaking of money, Lamentra, we hear that um you, uh, had a, you had a successful
2: night last night, man. You're a high roller. I mean, you know, sometimes, sometimes you got to go and shake them up. Like, uh, who said that ice cube? You got to go and shake them up. No, no, I, I won $300 at the casino, which I never win, like, ever, ever. Do I never, ever, ever win anything at the casino, ever. Did you stop? Huh? Did you stop after that? Yes. No, I don't. Yes, no. Three hundred dollars, and I was gone. But I'm not even really that impressed by the winning three hundred dollars. It was actually how it happened that I was that I really was impressed about because, first of all, I I have actually won. I think about that much on a blackjack table, which I actually like blackjack. I, I don't play it. I don't know it well enough to play it all the time, but I actually do like it. I never really went on any of the slot machines, but last night, like the tables were all packed and full and I didn't want to sit that close to that many people like that. So I was good. Um, but I sat at this machine and um, so at first I went to the ATM and it just gave me like one, one $100 bill. So I was like, well, damn. So I just put it in the machine and played it. Well, um, on that, I ended up getting uh, $60 over. But then I kind of got like tired of the machine. So I pulled all the money out. So I was like at $105. And then I finally found like the cash cage or whatever, because it was hard to find. And so I found it and I got my bills. Um, I got smaller bills. So then I went back to the machine like a little bit later, um, the same machine, and I put in like $25. Well, on the second spin, I got 10 free spins. And twice in that 10 free spins is when I hit all this money. So When it finally stopped, it was like a little more than three hundred dollars, and I cashed the hell out. And my friend was like, "Oh, are you done?" I said, "Mm "Mm-hmm," and I just (laughs) watched everybody else play. But then this couple got on the machine after I did, and when I walked by, I believe I saw her at five hundred (laughs)
3: dollars. Like shit,
2: damn it! (laughs) But I know that wouldn't have been my luck. But um, and then there was a couple like. A few machines down from that one and they won like a thousand dollars because the guy was just well the, the girl did and the guy was just jumping up and down saying that's is, that's when you get up and walk away it's time to go it's time to go in the machine <laughs> <laughs> get out her wallet get out her wallet <laughs> sir right right <laughs> but the machine is still going and she's just sitting there just all calm and everything and he's literally like jumping up and down and yelling and screaming and then after the machine stopped you saw them walk away and they, <laughs> they took their thousand dollar winning and left so
3: it was a good night you have to tell me if i not in it where you're at, this is a thing. The smoking in the casinos. I can't I can't go to them if that's a thing. Like and I I've wanted to enjoy it for a while here in the St. Louis area, but like I knew it was just gonna be like I couldn't breathe if I go in. And I don't think it's a thing anymore, but
2: no, they, they in
3: some places
2: they smoke heavy here in the casinos. Um they do not unfortunately I don't know as far as I can tell build these casinos with exhaust fans and them i will tell you though um my mother said that she didn't really think so she didn't see a difference but and it's not like it's a huge major shift major difference but it was helpful to me but actually wearing masks now mm-hmm. yeah has actually made a little bit of a difference when i have gone because i mean I'm, i don't like go to casinos like i'm not somebody who goes all the time um, but when I have gone, you know, since we've been in this COVID situation and I've had my mask on, like, and because I'm, you know, I, you know, I have scent allergies, especially to cigarette smoke. So, um, and so actually wearing the masks, like I said, while it's not just like kept all the smoke from getting to me, it's actually helped me a lot better. So I don't know if that's a thing if you go and, Yeah, that mask. makes sense. Yeah,
3: so, not
2: yeah.
3: that this necessarily applies to you, but I don't want to, not you, but you guys. I don't want to assume it doesn't, but masks are also great at nail salons because there's a lot of the the dust from them grinding on your you know nails with the files and all of that.
1: You
2: don't and think I, we um, like our cuticles pushback? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right.
1: Let her know, Le Mitchell. All
0: right. Yeah, I'm like- here
3: for it. I'm here for everyone getting manicures and pedicures, <laughs> but I'm really glad that masks are a thing because we're not breathing in all of people's nails shavings I'm really something.
2: I'm really disappointed in myself though that I did it as much as I don't like germs I'm not a germaphobe but I don't like germs I'm really surprised at myself that I have not thought to wear masks at a sooner point in my life than now like it's I'm a I'm, cultural
0: I'm, thing Mitchell
2: what do you mean in
0: Asian countries like there, that's ingrained in the culture to work right masks, but no in America
2: know- not so much so yeah that's why well, no, but I, but I don't like to do what everybody else does. So I but should you have uh, been, I know. And I should have been gone, going against the grain years ago and being like, uh, uh, you know, the Japanese culture and Michael Jackson and wearing masks. because I don't like germs <laughs> and I don't like being around people that much. So, you know, when there are germs involved. Well, but Lamentro, don't you remember
0: when you were truly free?
2: Oh, I'm good now. Like I'm still I'm free <laughs> You know, because I'm, i I'm you know, I'm double back, double vaxxed and boosted, comma, but I'm still wearing my mask around a bunch of people because I don't trust that people won't open mouth cough on me. As one should. Exactly. Open, open mouth cough. <laughs> I, I, too,
0: got my booster shot.
2: And I'm actually
0: a hybrid now. I got that Moderna and Pfizer of things now. So, oh yeah. you,
2: you are you sure? Okay, you, you you haven't gained any kind of superpowers yet? I don't know if you can mix the two. I all gotta right. get I gotta get Johnson and Johnson for that to happen. At this cocktail going on.
0: This is gonna be Chad's origin story. Right. right. The superpowers.
2: Superpower. Yeah. Yep. That's how it happened.
0: All right. So this week I got one thing to report on, and it's because it took me literally all week to watch. But I watched American Crime Story Impeachment. Does anybody know what that is?
2: I wanted to. See, OK, so I don't have cable anymore. But I love American Crime Story and I, I wanted to see that and I forgot about it because I don't have cable and I need to figure it out. Sarah, Matt. Nope.
0: OK,
3: I think I know, but I, you'll have to start talking for me to really.
0: OK, so I think I've told
3: you this before. I don't remember things I've watched.
0: That You may have told me that, but it was not on on the microphone, so it doesn't count.
3: Yeah, so I don't remember things I watch. The
0: yeah. ones I watch over and over and over. Okay, so it's from the people that brought us American Horror Story. Which... But this is a crime story. So season season one was about the OJ. And then season two is about the uh, assassination of Johnny Versace. Mm-hmm. And so season three is about the impeachment of Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was good. Um, But there was like a shift in quality once like shit got real and the FBI like detained Monica Lewinsky. And like once we got to like the fallout, like the show didn't feel as good. Um, so this was like around episode six of a 10 episode series. And then like from that point on, if they were just rushing to get to like the impeachment stuff, but then they didn't even really do anything with it like he found out he was impeached on tv like he was in a room and they were like well that's it you were impeached sir they didn't even touch on like how yes he was impeached but he wasn't like removed from office um they the casting was awesome like they got Edie falco in as hillary clinton and she was in one scene in the first episode and you didn't see her again to episode eight and then you're like oh shit she about to act some fucking rings around these motherfuckers." And they didn't give her anything to do
2: as fucking Hillary Clinton. So having not seen the show yet, just to kind of comment on what you just said, that actually sounds legit because so, I mean, I followed all of that when it happened and Hillary Clinton was very quiet then. Um, she didn't really say a lot anyway. I mean, I know this is a movie and and all yeah. of that, but I mean, just in general, like she I mean, so much was just about Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky, and then the impeachment. And you're right. At that time, when I, you know, didn't know a whole lot anyway about, you know, politics and how impeachments and stuff worked. I was thinking, too, they were going to pull them out of office and they didn't. Well, you know, it wasn't until Trump got impeached that I realized that that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to pull these people out of office. And that's how I found that out. Well, my thing
0: specifically with the Hillary Clinton stuff is, like, don't cast Edie Falco, who can act the fuck out of some shit, and mm-hmm. you're not going to actually let her do anything.
2: True. I mm-hmm. definitely agree with that. But here's the thing. Edie Falco's name is still attached to that project. Right. And you're watching,
0: like, where the fuck is Edie Falco at? But for Edie <laughs> Falco, her name is still attached to that project, period. So, um uh, they had Clive oh. on they had Clive on as Bill Clinton in like some terrible makeup. Like it didn't even look like Bill Clinton. It, it was a bad look, y'all. Um, I can't believe it. But then they had Sarah Paulson as Linda <laughs> Tripp and that shit was like I didn't even know that was her until I looked at the the listings. <laughs> like she she was lost in that makeup. So, she's getting a fucking Emmy for that.
2: The makeup team's getting an Emmy for that. Um she morphs any any role she does, she morphs. Like she can morph into characters, even yeah. real life characters. Like I'm really impressed with her just as an actress in general. Um, because every role she's taken on so far, she's been a different person. She's yes. been the same character at all. Yes.
0: Uh and then you oh. had hmm? no go ahead. No, you go. What's up, Sarah?
3: I was gonna well, I didn't know if you were done talking about the show, but I wanted to add a tangent about Bill Clinton, but I can save it.
0: Oh, we can shit on Bill Clinton after this last little bit. It's not it's not <laughs> shit. It's, not uh,
3: it's just a fun fact because I grew up in Arkansas.
0: Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you had Beanie Feldstein as Monica Lewinsky. She is Jonah Hill's sister, and she's an actress on her own, Married. Um, what's that? Booksmart. She was in Booksmart. Um she she's gonna get a fucking award for this shit too. Like she kicked that shit out the park. And then uh good old Kobe Smothers from um How I Met Your Mother and uh she's Maria Hill in Marvel stuff. She played mm-hmm. Ann Coulter, and I didn't even fucking recognize her. Like the makeup mm-hmm. and like the voice okay. she was using, like she she got lost in that role too. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got Can it. You I recommend know. it? I do recommend it. Like it's is very interesting. Uh Monica Lewinsky was a producer on this, so like the specifically like anything with monica in it like the the character like i feel like you can trust that that most likely happened
3: yeah Mm -hmm. it's good redemption for her i like it
0: (laughs) but i didn't know that she was on snl like shortly after the shit went down i was like oh i didn't know she did that
3: that was bold i think i heard that
0: yeah but uh what's your uh what's your tidbit about william jefferson clinton (laughs)
3: <laughs> two things. I was in sixth grade when he was running for the for election in like '92. I guess it was. Uh, Ooh, putting one, that H 92. out there, huh, Sarah? Oh, I accidentally did that.
0: That sounds <laughs> intentional.
3: So back in sixth grade, uh, when he was <laughs> back in elementary, so whenever it was, uh, when then Bill Clinton was running for election the first time, I was in school and my teacher was obsessed with him. Her name was Mrs. Hall. And this needs to be on the record somewhere. And that's where I learned a lot about politics. Cause she, like, I don't know that we learned anything else that year other than about elections and Bill Clinton. And it was just a big deal. This was in Arkansas. I left that out. Um, no, I think I said it earlier, but so I was in, in Arkansas and she took us on a field trip <laughs> to watch Chelsea Clinton in play the Ghost of Christmas Past in a in a Christmas <laughs> Christmas play at the school that uh, Chelsea Clinton attended. It was a private school in Little Rock, and we our class went to this this uh, play to watch because my teacher was so obsessed with Bill Clinton. Some
2: Right. Well, she found, some sort, right.
3: of, she found <laughs> some sort of way to include that in our elementary curriculum, but it was a it was a big deal, and she was over the moon when he was elected. So. That was like my introduction to bill clinton which sort of set the tone right for the clintons for me in life um so it was i was very invested in the whole clinton regime yeah. throughout it just, it's just just an interesting little
2: fun fact about my I'm life and i'm not saying that teacher stalked the mm-hmm. president's daughter comma but
3: just trying <laughs> to find a way to get in
2: <laughs> ma'am you can't bring all those kids in here right? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> But they're all friends of Chelsea's. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Matt, what you got for us this week, sir?
2: I got none
1: personally. Uh, I'm going to save my uh, Netflix recommendation for the main movie. Slight spoiler. Uh, (laughs) uh, Have you guys, I don't know if you guys heard, but Marvel uh, announced all their future TV shows. Uh, have you heard the whole listing? What's your thoughts about it? If not, I have a list. I just want to hear what you guys' thoughts about it. I have not heard the list. But bits and pieces, yeah. So, yeah, bits and, so first, they got X Man from '97 coming out in 2023, the original X Man cartoon. They shouldn't be waiting for 2023 to come out. That, that stuff should be coming out next year.
0: They gotta uh, make sure it's
1: right for us, all right? They're gonna get rid of the, all the problematic episodes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know i mean you know gotta get rid of those 90s scripts right uh so here's a list of the
1: tv shows all right we have echo now I'll let you know i didn't do no research on this so i'm about to let you know and if you know some information tell me about it so echo you have anything any concept of what that's going to be about no nah, you should done some research man man come on we 30 we 30 episodes in this you know damn well i ain't doing no research
0: that's true.
1: That's true. All right. Spider-Man freshman year. Who is Spider-Man? I right. see what happened was there was this guy, and then he had the been by Ram Spider. And then, yeah, and then, then his uncle died. You know, it's a whole thing. What happens with this guy?
2: Are these all cartoons? No, 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 no.
1: It's a TV show. Well,
0: x men is
1: from 97, the cartoon,
0: but I are you sure that that Spider-Man show isn't a cartoon?
1: It could be. That's what I'm saying. I didn't do no research on this. You know, I just got art- the list all the new shows.
0: <laughs> the article isn't even telling you that much? No, it says Marvel reveals the upcoming TV
1: shows. This is what I got. Are you, you just, just reading the headline? Are you just reading no. the headline? Like, What no, are you that, doing? That's all it was. That's all it was. It says Marvel revealed a ton of new trends. Looks at their upcoming TV shows. Here is a list. What are you most excited to see?
0: I don't even know what this <laughs> shit is.
1: <laughs> So if I say Agatha, you don't know who that is. Now,
0: who is Agatha? Is that gonna be a cartoon, Matt? Do
1: you think Agatha's gonna be a cartoon, Chad? I don't fucking know. Wow, well, <laughs> if they they should make Agatha a cartoon. That's what I'm trying to say.
2: Do you know who? Do you guys know who Agatha is? No, I've never heard Did of. You guys that. watch Wandavision?
3: She, yes.
2: I haven't seen that.
0: The um uh, the you uh, we'll we'll just say the neighbor. The neighbor is going to get a show.
1: Oh. Yeah okay yes, without giving spoilers out yes the neighbor gets a show um uh, they got miss marvel and been, chad been waiting that, that won't yet. be a cartoon oh i know oh i know okay you got marvel
0: zombies she hulk you're not gonna, you're not gonna say oh, okay. that you're not gonna say that marvel zombie's gonna be a cartoon i'm only going off the ones i
1: know <laughs> it's not gonna be a
0: cartoon
2: i don't know
1: Marvel Zombies gonna be a cartoon, but
2: make well, sure you excited about She-Hulk? Yeah, I mean, I love She-Hulk when I was growing up.
0: I hope that they kind of follow. So in the comics, it was it was kind of like a a riff on Ally McBeal, where in the issues like a superhero would be getting sued, so she would represent them. But it was like a, also about like office politics and shit, like bullshit office politics, like Ally McBeal. So I'm kind of hoping that's what we get, but we'll see. Ally right,
2: Mc... get... McBeal was a good show when it was out.
1: When you say that, I thought about the same thing. I was like, I haven't heard Ally McBeal in a long time.
3: Exactly what I
1: thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Season two of What If? Did you guys like the first season of What If? That's all right. What's What yeah, was... Did
2: I see that?
0: The animated Marvel show. Oh no, I didn't see that. Yes, yeah, it was. It was, co- it was cool. Um. Yes, I am Groot.
1: Ooh. Ironheart. Secret Invasion, and those that's the new list, okay. Uh, but speaking of Marvel, uh, I was able to uh catch up on some uh movies that I was able to watch. Uh, Carnage, or excuse me, Venom um, Let There Be Carnage. Have you guys seen it?
2: No, <laughs> tell so us tricky. about it, man. It's
1: always tricky when I have to explain stuff without spoilers, but you know, it's the second you didn't want to movie. spoil
0: that movie,
2: spoil it all mm. spoilers
1: no nah, i i usually say spoilers where you know I do my my little lines when I tell people that they should have do it that's for the main movie but now you should watch <laughs> it it's the you know the second video movie has carnage in it and blah 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 the only thing I will say is they they play they have woody Harrelson play carnage uh he I can never take him serious he's always like a comedian to me mm-hmm so as he's playing the villain, I'm just like I'm expecting jokes from him, but he's playing the villain, him. he's being serious, but I'm like, I can't take him seriously. So he didn't deliver any one-liners? No, nah, he did, but it, like I you know, he's trying to be vet um menacing and bad. And it's like, nah, I can't take you serious. You have to shoot me to let me know you real.
3: <laughs>
2: you know, Woody Harrelson, he has some uh some range and some depth in his acting. He's not just a comedic talent.
0: Well, from... he is a white man that can jump. Exactly, that's what surprised us all.
2: Did it, or did we not see that coming? <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. A... We just, we didn't see it coming. Yeah, in the title. <laughs> that's fair. That's right. <laughs> it,
0: it, it was the title itself was a spoiler. You're right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: just saying.
3: I just think cheers, I
2: same, same. Me too, yeah. That's really what I go to, to my his name. So, it's funny the way things work
0: out, man. Like, last week we were talking about live action remakes of stuff, or maybe it was when um, Sharon was on the show. And I joked about One Piece, but they're actually doing it.
1: And that's why I want to direct all my hatred to you. Because you manifest this into the universe that nobody else manifested. Nobody else asked for this Except for you, yeah. So, and for somebody who's never watched or seen One Piece, for you to say some godly stuff like that is—I'm very disappointed in you. Yes. So now they're—they are making a One Piece TV show with live
0: action, and it's not going to work. But um, here's the deal, man. Here's the deal. We saw that trailer for Cowboy Bebop, and that shit looks fucking amazing.
1: But also, you're talking to somebody who's never seen Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, so I, mean- I can't I can't say, oh, man, they hit it right on the head or that shit is trash. But So I can't tell you. But as somebody who's seen all oh, 996 episodes of One Piece, it's not going to work. Why not? Because One Piece is not built for live action. Because I don't trust the, you know, you have your Dragon Ball live action and stuff like that. I don't trust where the main character, Monkey D. Luffy, he is elastic where he can stretch his arms and bodies and everything. I just don't trust that they're going to do it right, even though they have the creator of the manga, he's the one who's co-signing
0: everything. So I mean that's is pretty good these days, man.
1: Of, well, I'm gonna watch it no matter what, but I do not have high hopes on this. Um I showed this to the wife and she was very disappointed in these characters. So she was like, oh, only one Japanese person out here. So I was like, exactly. <laughs> representation. Chad. That's what that's what we're out here looking for. Representation. Fair enough. But um, I mean, I'm going to watch it. I hope it's good. I love one piece. Um, but it's just I don't know. I I don't I don't know. I hope it don't turn out to the Dragon Ball or the, I take that back. Street Fighter was a good, uh, I'm trying to think of something that was like. Which Street, one? The first Street Fighter. Okay. Um,
0: I mean, but the, but we have nostalgia goggles for that shit. Like, let's not have to actually do an episode on that, Matt, but we have no, nostalgia no, no, goggles. No, we
1: don't, we don't need to go back. I love it too much to go back and watch <laughs> it in 2021 glasses. <laughs> But yeah, so I well, don't out. worry,
0: we'll have you two back when we review Street Fighter in 2022. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now we got to watch Street Fighter, I'll support that. I
1: support. <laughs> but yeah, I just want to get out the way so we can, uh, so later on when it does come out, I can, uh, we can reference this episode. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> I just got to get this content out here. So, did you finish Only Murderous Matt? No, I am on episode nine. Uh, Ooh, okay, was Close. it like Two weeks ago, last week is when you uh, mentioned it.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I mentioned it two weeks in a row. Yeah, um,
1: and I've watched it. Sarah, LaMitch, Have you seen "Murders in the Building"? I've not.
2: No, what is it?
1: Um, basically, it's these, a murder happens in an apartment building, and people of that building tries to catch who done it. But also, they're making a podcast of the murder as they're doing it.
0: So it's got Steve uh, Martin Martin. Yeah, Short no, I Slingo wanted to mass. see that,
2: but that's on Hulu, and I don't have Hulu. And I kind of boycotted Hulu years ago. So
1: why I, you boycott Hulu?
2: Because so the first time that I decided to boycott cable, um, everybody and Hulu I think was kind of relatively new. And I think we might have talked about this before, once before uh chat the last time. Um but <laughs> um Everyone's like, oh, yeah, you can get Hulu, download Hulu. And Hulu didn't have, like, I couldn't get any of the actual shows. Like, they kept, or the networks and stuff, they kept saying I could watch full shows. And I couldn't. And I had paid for it. Like, I had a whole subscription. So I canceled my subscription. And I have not given Hulu the time of day since. Now, allegedly, they have changed Hulu and blah, blah, blah. But I've, I'm scorned. I've been burned. and And I'm not really feeling Hulu like that. Now, these comments are endorsed by
1: Mitchell, uh, the <laughs> Our This podcast uh, approves of Hulu. We recommend Hulu. And if Hulu, Hulu wants to sponsor me. us, we yeah. will
2: support them. And then they need to make it up to me then. How about that?
0: We don't know how many times we have to say we will shill for anyone that pays us. All right? You give us a check, you are ours. All right? We are yours, whatever the fuck.
1: <laughs> I am ready to sell out.
2: Yes so that's not about- uh,
1: <laughs> well it's uh if uh you ever change your mind on hulu or no take that back Fuck that i stand up for you la hulu get your stuff together contact get out we'll give you la contact information <laughs> you make things right with him so he can get you back on the payroll all right
2: right because i really I mean, do want to see that show i i mean it's, i actually had it, a good lineup and i wanted to see i want to see it
1: now nah, it's real good because the, the, there's a girl. Her name's Mabel. In there, as we this. Damn, dude! I was about to get to that. Uh, you fucked my whole up. Now I going <laughs> to I going to lead into that. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, ah, she's kind of cute. She looked kind of familiar. Do I know her? And it turned out <laughs> it was her. But thanks. That's uh, okay. Fuck it. We don't even worry about. It. All right, this is a good show. Y'all should watch it. And then let's move on. All
0: right. This week we discuss Red Notice.
3: Nolan Booth, the second most wanted art thief in the world. I want you to help me catch the most wanted art thief in the world, the bishop. Hello, boys. It's so nice to finally meet you in person. She's gonna steal Cleopatra's eggs. They're priceless. If we catch her together, I can clear my name, and I'll help you become the number one thief in the world again. This is a marriage of convenience.
2: I want a divorce, and I'm keeping the kids. Outlaw! Are you kidding me? What? This is hard. Trusting a thief can be dangerous. Oh, oh, oh what the! Fu-
0: Red Notice follows John Hartley, The Rock, as he is forced to team up with the number two thief in the world, Nolan Booth, Ryan Reynolds, when the Bishop Gal the number one thief in the world, frames him for stealing one of three priceless gold necks. The guys have a marriage of convenience that sends them around the world in search of the last two eggs. But at the end, it is revealed that Booth was being conned by Hartley and the bishop because they were actually working together in the end. Sarah, what did you think of Red Nose?
3: I liked it, right? Okay, so about three quarters of the way in, I, wasn't, I had some feelings about um, that there wasn't enough uh, sort of play into the relationship between Booth and Hartley.
0: Please use their road names.
3: Between Reynolds and the Rock. Felt like there wasn't enough buildup in the beginning to establish the dynamic that they had, because they had these like moments, right? Where they were like having moments. And I was like, this is a little, um... however, the plot twist fix that. And I was like, oh, I feel differently now. I feel differently. I think it's okay now because now it wouldn't make sense for there to have been that buildup because things changed. So I liked the movie. I, it, it had all the things that I like in shows and movies. Um, it had action. It had music. It had artifacts and history, which I love. It had fight scenes. Um, it had humor had all the things that I like in a show and movie. It reminded me of sort of like, I don't know if you guys watch the show Blacklist, mm. but like the, the kind of point of Blacklist meets Indiana Jones meets like a Marvel show, like all kind of mashed up and it somehow worked for me. I liked it. And I like the casting and John and, and Ryan Reynolds was sort of like his typical self in, in comedy. And I appreciated that too.
2: Were you about to call him John Cena?
3: I was not. Were you?
2: No, because you sounded right to say John. <laughs> John Hartley. Oh, okay.
3: John Hartley, The Rock. Yeah, so those are my thoughts. I mean, I could go on and on, but I'll let LaVitchell.
2: Le she, she doesn't really remember the rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, first of all, Gal Gadot can do no wrong for me, I absolutely love her. I, she is one of my uh, movie crushes, of course. Um, one, for obvious reasons, and then two, for other obvious reasons. She's Wonder Woman and she's pretty, so. Um, but uh, I actually really, I liked the movie a lot. I really liked these three people together in this movie. Like, I, I thought they all fit very well. They all fit very well in their characters. Ironically, kind of a discussion, Chad, that we had about my thoughts about Ryan Reynolds in some of his other roles, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this is where you got some beef with me. We're <laughs> talking about beef. Um, but I, I, I actually like Ryan Reynolds in some of his other roles, even though, he kind of tends to play the same character to me in oftentimes, or his characters tend to kind of be similar. Um, But in this movie that fit um, for that character and for the dynamic, the dynamic between the three, initially I thought that the rock was going to be this stereotypical character that he always plays this tough guy who's saving the day, blah, blah, blah. But what I was really pleasantly surprised to see about this character is that he actually was even though he was this tough guy he actually was more vulnerable in this character which I actually liked for him because it 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 didn't give me the sense that he was playing the same type of character that he tends to always play in my head um and so I liked to see that and again Gal Gadot can do no wrong so I don't care if she's playing a villain or a hero I'm going to root for her every time. So, boom, there that is.
0: Okay, so um, I see which way the wind's blowing. And you know what? I'm about to just be fucking brave, all right? This movie was the cinematic equivalent of fast food. (laughs) It provided fast and cheap entertainment. It had actors you like going through the motions and doing the same shit that that they do in every other movie. It had some cheap laughs. It had action, but it was toothless. Like there was no consequences. Nobody got hurt. Like it was unnecessary calories and for what? Like this movie was fine. In
3: America, though, unnecessary (laughs) calories for what?
0: I mean, it was fine, but like at the end of it, it just felt hollow. Like it had a really cool. What are
2: you? what, What were you wanting to see from it?
0: I don't know, like. The moment that I realized that nobody was dying, I was like, "What is the point in this?" Like, I know that you know we're supposed to have like fun watching this shit, but it's like,
2: I want to feel like there are some stakes. But isn't that stereotypical I, though? I, it, I mean, we we always get somebody dying in these kinds of movies. Like, why would why would why would that be necessary for every movie for this movie? What well, I'm no, just
1: Chad, Chad, you. Came in, see this. You you messed up. You messed came up. into McDonald's looking for steak. That was Uh-oh. a problem.
0: I didn't know I was going into McDonald's though.
1: But I'm just saying, you have The Rock,
3: <laughs> Ryan
1: Reynolds, right? And then you expected something different. What between the, like they said earlier, with Ryan Reynolds plays the exact same, some of his thing. And we know damn sure The Rock plays the same stuff in every movie. <laughs> so when you have, especially those two in there, what did you ex- so you expected more from these two? Then that's what, what you're I'm saying. Say. Is
0: the last piece of shit we saw the rock in Jungle Cruise that had some sort of state Whoa,
1: it, whoa, whoa. Well, it wasn't. Shit.
0: We had issues with it,
1: of course, but I will call it shit, <laughs> yeah. though. It was a it was a movie.
0: Fair enough. Dwayne
1: Fair enough. Chad said that, not me.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. But what, what I'm saying is like Like, what was the point of this movie? Like, what was the end goal? To get the three eggs so Gail Godot doesn't get them so she can get some money. Like, let's not even talk about the twist or anything like that. Like, okay, we got to clear his name. But, like, if he was actually an agent, like, that could have easily been cleared up with like calling the proper authorities, like back in um, Quantico or whatever. So, I'm like,
2: what were the stakes of this movie? Well, who was supposed to call it? Because technically they did.
3: The flowchart changed, though, in the movie. Like, he thought it was going to go this way, and right. then it went that way. and then no, what, I'm saying, the what
0: way. I'm saying is, if this was the straightforward plot of he's actually an FBI agent, and the bishop fucked up the call, and was like, I don't know who the fuck that man is, which she didn't really need to do, because he really wasn't an agent. Like, if he was actually an agent, he could have gotten eventually a call to like the embassy or something for them to straighten it up if he was if he was who he said he was he didn't need to go on this globe trying to venture. if he if he was who he said he was I'm just going from that angle of it
1: well no I'm saying but like the whole point of him going on this adventure was to prove or to clear, his name. Trust. No, to clear his name no to clear his name no 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 you mean no. the
0: true mission right?
1: right because I'm saying like I don't want to say this. We are Ryan Reynolds. Okay, we are Ryan Reynolds. He's telling us, hey, the reason why I'm doing this is to clear my name. So, in Ryan Reynolds' mind, he's like, all right, he's doing this clear his name. But in, in quote unquote, in the movie scene, he's doing this because he wants to gain Ryan Reynolds' trust mm-hmm. so he can tell him what a third egg was. And right. So, so basically, that's the reason and why.
2: And so, basically, in my, my perception was, so, Ryan Reynolds' thinks that he's running this con game on this dude even though this dude the rock is trying to get him like you said to and
0: reynolds wasn't trying to run a
2: con though well he was though he kind of was or at least he thought he was because like he said his whole point was he was trying to be number one above this bishop person right well he's I don't know he's using him he's thinking that he's kind of getting this little insight or he's getting whatever he's getting from the rock well the rock is trying to gain this trust all when it's all said and done they're actually running a con on him that he doesn't know so the whole point I think to the movie for the viewers in my head was like there were there were enough to me there were enough twists in the movie that I literally did not see coming um besides the ending what Well, I didn't see. Um, I honestly did not see that the two characters were working together. That's an ending see. twist. You said there were so many twists. That's what well, I mean.
1: Uh, uh, all right, sure Le- I got you. Now, before I join in on Lamitchel, Le- let me let me say this first. I wish I would have been on that podcast before because what your your love for Gal is I totally disagree with that. what that being means- said, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes so that's why i was so let me get back but i will help defend it. okay so the first twist was uh they were um remember when they they assumed gal was working with the little guy
0: oh yeah oh okay right yeah
1: but yeah it was like little twists like that to where it
0: was
2: very clear that she was gonna betray him like all she's been doing is fucking with people well no it, it became clear that she was gonna betray the little guy when they got there but I didn't like I didn't see that she was even working with him like it took me to, to kind of get into right. it see oh okay like I didn't see that part coming now I did see the betrayal like I saw that coming but I didn't I didn't put together that she was working with you know the little dude. I didn't put together that she was working with the rock like I didn't put those things together as a matter of fact for me, um with the rock typical you know playing this these yeah typical characters and ryan reynolds to me the difference in this movie with in terms of the characters was gal gadot like the character she played because she doesn't play the same character in all her movies to me like the other two do so i feel like that's what kind of made these three work together for me um was the fact that you know, we had the I had these expectations of who these other two characters were going to be because they're typically always the same character.
1: One thing I had to say, but The Rock, when they went to the jungle, when they went to South America, I was like, God damn it, Rock!
0: That's why I put How that many, shit in the so,
1: intro. I, I was like, How many fucking movies have we seen you, and you look exactly the same like this in like four or five different movies? Switch uh, it up to something else. Go to the tundra, like, Rock
2: characters, stereotypical rock. Right, that's
1: like you could have paused that scene and brought it up. Like, what movie is this? People would have named four or five different movies for that, what that was.
2: Yep. Yep. Now I will say I'm glad that they didn't um because okay, so what I what would have been typical, which actually ended up happening, but I was okay with was you know, them two being the 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 two love interests. Cause of course, you know, you saw that coming. Well, you know, that would have been stereotypical in the beginning. What I like though is that I didn't see that coming because. You know, you know, the rock is going to be with the the girl, with the woman. And but it's, and everything
0: I've seen him in where he's, quote unquote, with a love interest, it felt super unnatural.
2: Like this is yeah. the one time it felt somewhat
0: normal. And that,
2: yeah. And that's that that's why I actually didn't mind it with this movie, because it actually did. Like it was it was so not in the movie throughout the movie. It just it came at this one particular time and it actually worked for me. But, yeah.
3: I was going to chime in and say that I I was with you, Chad, like about how it kind of fell flat in some ways. That first two thirds of the movie, I was like, mm, that's what I was saying before. Something's missing here. Something's missing here. Or This isn't this isn't there's There's not depth in this movie. But then with the plot twist, I was like, OK, well, I guess that's some redemption because they it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And if it was going to be that, then it was going to be weak. But then it turned into something else, and then I was okay with
0: it. But Sarah, you got the plot twist, and then three scenes later, the movie's over. So like, how's yeah, that, how was that was like, any redemption?
3: <laughs> because I have a I have a really short like short attention span, so it was okay with
0: me. <laughs> oh, that's the last thing I remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like my 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 end cap here is like I didn't like this movie, and fuck you, movie for setting up a sequel, and you don't even know how this is gonna be received.
3: I do like the one liners that came out of it like two birds, one egg. I mean, there were lots of little, little one liners in there that I really like, I remembered those and I don't remember things from from movies that <laughs> I remember those. And so like things like that, those were, I laughed out loud and I laughed pretty hard a couple of times. So like, if you can make me do that, even if it's a fast food movie and I'm entertained, that's good for me on a Saturday.
1: And I, and I think that's what it is. It's once you have, if the rock is in it, then that's what you're going to get. You're going to get a fast food movie. Um, and like you get Ryan Reynolds, where he's Ryan Reynolds. Even if he's Deadpool or anything else, he's Ryan Reynolds. Was
0: he Ryan Reynolds in Free Guy? Um, uh, I haven't seen it. No, I mean, I, I'm only asking because I know Matt's seen it. I haven't.
1: He's he's Ryan Reynolds, a sense of you know, the one-liners and stuff like that okay yeah so and like sarah said i i enjoyed the one-liners and everything and then you know the, towards the end where he was like uh uh he mentioned the vin diesel audition tape for cats
0: yes and i was like ha 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 rivalry
1: and i was like he's like that's a real thing and i was like i should probably look this up but i never got to look it up have you guys seen this audition tape
0: is it real is that a yeah, real thing
1: they, they say it's a real thing
3: oh my goodness i did like the turtleneck uh. <laughs> there were lots of little things that you know they weaved in that were kind of cute and fun I appreciate it because it it kind of it it would have been too cheesy without some of those make you laugh moments
1: right like one thing that sticks out in my head is like the bull scene where he was like don't move and he was like no those those are dinosaurs that's Jurassic Park he was like no it's not and he was like was Joe, Jeff Goldblum in it ah shit it was it was Jurassic Park <laughs> bruh <laughs>
3: I love the Etsy reference with the the, po- the, the uh, painting on the wall, and he was like, oh, "I got that from Etsy." Like those little things like that that Ryan Reynolds brought to the movie were, were clever and quick and kept me awake. <laughs> kept
2: you <me> awake. <laughs> well, I like Ryan Reynolds in anything except Deadpool.
3: <laughs>
2: Moving on.
0: Um, any wow. additional thoughts, Matt?
1: <laughs> uh, yes, I want to let's compare and contrast. This is a buddy movie so there's been a lot of different buddy movies so if you were going to make another buddy movie would you like to see the rock and ryan reynolds the rock and kevin hart ryan reynolds samuel jackson like because because you know um hitman's bodyguard is -hmm. the last thing i've seen like that so there's been a lot of buddy stuff or none of those people involved, like, what's a movie that you would like to see a new buddy Oh, just an uh, interesting
0: in? pairing of people?
1: Yeah, because it has to be, you know, uh, quote-unquote action person, then a funny person.
0: Hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Um. Well, I, I'm going to say a real. He's our funny guy. Okay. Let's put him with John Cena.
1: Well, we've already seen that. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> we see that in Vacation Friends. But Let's, it's a, episode it's a tw- funny 20- action film. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah uh, but speaking of that right now there's a bidding war for a movie with Jason Momoa and Dave Bautista in a buddy movie
0: or any of them uh, I guess Dave Patista's funny well they're both funny interesting so I don't know if the- I would want the two of them specifically but I would want one of them and somebody else in a, in a buddy movie
3: I, would I like The Rock sure. and Leslie Jones
0: Oh, and Ooh. who? That would be interesting. And who? Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones. That would be interesting.
1: Uh, she <laughs> played the black one in Spot uh, the New Ghostbusters. The black She played woman.
0: the black one. She yeah, was the black, the black one. She black didn't black play one. a black person.
1: What? <laughs> well, she did play a black person. Uh, but yes, yeah, so a black, uh, yeah, from Ghostbusters. Saturday Night what else Live. Was she Saturday Night Live. Uh,
0: Mm. Coming to America, too.
2: She was the mama, oh, yeah. Yeah. That shit. yeah, that's right. Oh, that's I a good one. See her and, and the rock in a movie together. That would be interesting. It would be, but I don't see the rock doing that.
3: I'm not sure what kind of plot it would be, but I think they could pull it off.
2: I mean, it's the Sarah, same Sarah bullshit.
3: Silverman. I think Sarah Silverman would be another good one. Like, a, a really, like, hard, dry sense of humor person.
0: I need Sarah Silverman not to do bullshit. Like, she was in... last thing I saw her in was uh, Space Jam. You saw that? I didn't see it. Yeah, we reviewed like, it. Who it was was, Are you not a fan?
2: <laughs> I am a fan, but I wasn't a... I, I mean, Space Jam was what it was. I don't have kids. Well, a
0: new legacy, not the original. I know. Yeah. I know, and... I don't have kids. So. That's that's not about children. That movie that, that it, it's not about the children with
2: Space Jam. All right. I understand. I know, but I don't have kids. So I feel like I needed to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna die on that sword, so it's fine. It wasn't good.
0: <laughs> um, all right, so Rotten Tomatoes. What do you all think the rotten tomatoes is
2: on red notice? I um, think it is 96%. Whoa, a high score. What about you, Sarah?
1: Mm, I go
3: 86. I go 60. 39. <gasps> I knew it was going to be, be low.
0: <laughs> but I will tell you this the audience score was
2: 92%. That's what I was going by.
3: it seems like it'd be a good movie to watch in theaters with popcorn i
2: mean
0: that's not necessarily theater stuff like the tomato uh meter is like actual critics and funny enough i looked up to see what the requirements were to be a critic because i was like oh man we should be on rotten tomatoes but uh you at a minimum you need five years in the game but uh, (laughs) yeah all right we're gonna do a trivia question and then a trivia dump and then we're out of here all right, Red Notice is Dwayne Johnson's third collaboration with director Rawson Marshall Thuber. Which of the following is not one? A, Central Intelligence, B, Baywatch, or C, Skyscraper? Baywatch. Baywatch. Skyscraper. Interesting. So before I actually answer this, did anybody want to change their answer so that we can either <laughs> that Matt or Sarah want to change their answer so that we have the spread covered? I'm sticking with Baywatch.
3: <laughs> I really don't think it's. I really don't think it's central Intelligence. It's got too much of similar,
0: similar vibes. Yeah. Okay. So the answer is Baywatch. So, this is man. why I don't really gamble at the casino. Cause I mean, <laughs> I mean, I probably would have fucked it up too. Cause it's like, I've seen part, I saw like the first like 20 minutes of Skyscraper and I was like, this movie's fucking terrible. And I stopped it. I
3: don't think I finished it either.
2: Well, I was going to say Baywatch, but the only reason why I went with what I went with is because that was the first one that came to my head. And I'm trying to stop doubting myself, which yeah. clearly I should. Always been. go with your first mile, Mitchell. I did, and I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, so trivia dump. This jet-setting, globe-trotting movie features numerous exotic locales and settings, including Rome, Bali, Valencia, Cairo, Argentina, uh, Sardinia, and London. However, many of the sites were actually filmed in Georgia. The movie has a well, budget. Wait, hold on. Oh, my bad. I was say, when were they in Cairo? at the very beginning georgia the state or georgia the country i apologize the state of georgia oh, okay at the beginning when you're watching that movie about the um, the history of the eggs oh okay the movie has a budget of around 200 million dollars uh, which is netflix's biggest budget ever yet for a feature film this uh, so the three stars of the movie, uh, Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot, all got twenty million dollars for being in this movie. And lastly, both Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne Johnson's uh, drink their own brand of liquor as their characters. Ryan drinks Aviator American Gin, excuse me, American Gin when they're at the at his house about when he's about to get arrested. And Dwayne Johnson drinks his tequila at the airport before he's arrested.
1: That's what I was paying attention to that. I was seeing oh. if uh, the rock was going to put in termana
2: in there. Mm-hmm. Rock, send us some termana,
3: And they really focused you know- in on
2: it. Yes. Yeah. And I actually <laughs> did pay attention to what they were drinking. Like, I actually noticed that. I don't know. I didn't really notice, know why I noticed that. But I did notice that. Oh, that's interesting. All
0: right. So, um. Sarah, uh, LaMetro, do either of you have anything you want to plug before we get out of here?
2: As usual, I am not working on anything fantastical at the moment, other than um, we used to talk about this at work podcast. Uh, He's a good guest.
3: (laughs) Yeah, he is. For me, I am currently listening to Barack Obama's book and it's phenomenal. I listened to Michelle Obama's book last year and blew me away. I think every parent should read and listen to Michelle Obama's book. It, I wish I would have been, and I I listen to most books, but I wish someone would have given me that book when I was 18.
2: Is it becoming?
3: And so I hope a lot of young, young women and young mothers listen to her book.
0: So Sarah, I asked if you had anything to plug and you're
2: going to plug <laughs> the Obamas. The Obamas. Books. That's
3: what I'm going to plug because I feel so strongly about it because I have okay. nothing on my plate. So I'm going to plug the Obamas.
2: <laughs> Except to book Travel. She's Fair booking enough. travel. Yeah, the Whoa.
1: Obamas don't don't get enough promotion. So we'll have our 18 listeners listen to it. <laughs>
0: So we want to thank you for returning, La Mitchell, and we want to thank you for joining us in this fun this week, Sarah. Um, it was really fun catching up with you guys, and um, we will definitely have you guys back.
3: Thanks for
1: having me. It was great. I second that. Thank you so much for both of you guys for being on the podcast. I feel like this, we had a great conversations on multiple fronts. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you, Matt, for being here. I mean, I'm uh... a <laughs> i had a great time with chad but it's really exciting to do the show with both of you guys it was good to see you again sarah so thank you so
0: much for listening please rate like and review our podcast on your platform of choice if you have any feedback please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com like our facebook page we used to talk about this at work and follow us on twitter and instagram at we used to talk pod Tune in next week when we welcome back Josh from the UK to talk about Quantum of Solace.
1: I don't know if this was a good episode. I don't know if this was a bad episode, but whatever you think about it, talk about it at work. Thank you for listening.